Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV for the Instant Match Reaction Show. Um, a few weeks ago, we decided to do this show because we thought, well, let's get some content up there. Let's have a little bit of a chat around a match today. Unfortunately, you know, Liverpool have been really good for the longest spell of time probably since we've done the Red Men in general. Um, yeah, not not great to do these shows. Oh, can we just win. go back to winning every week? Yeah. I like winning every week. Yeah, no, I think it goes without saying that let's just do that for the rest of the season from now on. Um, Chris, there's no escape. You know me, I'm a I'm a I'm an upbeat kind of guy. I like to see the positives and things, and I don't think this game was without positives, but. They're limited to it to two individuals pretty much on the pitch. I thought the performance was just horrendous pretty much from start to finish. Yeah, pretty much, mate. Uh, I think Klopp kind of got it tactically wrong tonight. I think you know the the midfield just didn't work for me, and you know they pressed, they harried, they chased us round when we were in possession, but we looked really poor on the ball, didn't we? You know we couldn't string any passes together. I think it was probably four shots that we had all game and. How many times did we work the ball into their box? It wasn't many. Mm. You know, every one of our shots come from outside the box, and that's very on Liverpool. Yeah, no, it's true. The big problem I think we had, I mean, look, it's it, he didn't play long enough, Cater, for us to be able to to say definitively that that was a that was a major reason. And although it was obvious by the only high point that he had in the game, because Naby Cater was pretty crap to be fair when he was playing, he kept giving the ball away as well. But he had that drive and run through the middle of the pitch and you thought, let's see more of that. Let's do more of that. It goes off and the midfield, you know, you end up having to shift three players because one guy goes off. So Genie ends up going to the right, Milner moves over to the left and Henderson comes in in the six. And look, we've said this time and time again, that midfield is fine. It's absolutely fine. You can get through most games and in certain circumstances, that can be enough for you. But I think it, it get we get away with a lot of stuff when your front three are on absolutely scintillating goal scoring form. As it was, it, it was quite everything we did was that's not good enough for me though, mate. Because that's the midfield. How many times have we seen that midfield? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And we've seen that midfield go up against loads of different types of side, and he performed well against all different types of side: yeah. pressing sides, non-pressing sides, four four twos, four three two ones. We've seen it all, yeah. so we know that those players can do it. Yeah. Now, obviously, it might not be your game plan. But you've got to be able to react in the moment. Yeah. And the lads didn't. Yeah. And they weren't able to put the foot on the ball and they weren't able to take the game the, by the, the scruff of the neck. Fundamental regardless issue. Regardless of K to be in there or not. No, no, no. The fundamental issue was a, or an inability to pass the ball yeah, to exactly. other people in red shirt. But there's a point of, of the the game plan. We didn't we no longer had the players on the pitch to perform the game plan that was clearly Set but the game plan didn't look like it was working anyway. To be it honest was well, with you, yeah. But we still looked. I mean, the game plan. The game plan isn't get Kiter on the ball and hope he scores a goal. 
the, no. game, the game plan is to work the ball into the forwards, and we were never able to do that. We still had we still had seven lads behind the front three who should be able to do that. What we lacked, and whether it's tactical or, or otherwise, is nobody nobody took the initiative to drive through from midfield, mm-hmm. and um, and, may, and maybe that is maybe that maybe you could argue that in the, in the as I was saying about that midfield in the top level games where it's drilled and it knows exactly what it's doing in the game, then yeah maybe, but. When you play in top quality opposition against a top quality manager, you need everything to be perfect for you. And the thing is, Liverpool was so far short of perfect that, as I say, it's it's not right to say that it's an individual any any particular things. It was just a fucking terrible performance all, all, all over. But we just didn't get a grip. We, at no point did we feel like we had a grip on that game. At no point did we feel like we'd worked out a way to a way to play or whatever. Yeah. And it's credit to Napoli in that regard. But um. Yeah, look, James James Milner did what James Milner does. Wayne Aldum did what Wayne Aldum's done a lot in games since he's been a Liverpool player, and that was basically vanish from the from the team. We didn't see him trying to do the things that we've been have been working the, the limited in the limited time that we we'd seen them. And Jordan Henderson, for all the will in the world, moves the ball on fine, and he and he, and he does. He looked in good that, in the first maybe 10, 15 minutes. He came on the pitch. Second half, I didn't think he looked good at all. To be no, he didn't touch the ball for the first no, fifteen he, minutes. Yeah, he'd come on the pitch. Maybe that's when why. He, when he came <laughs> on the pitch, when he came on the pitch, he did that run going forwards, and he knocked, knocked that little through ball to Firmino when he thought he was offside and yeah. stuff. And yeah. Robertson gets it. Yeah. You know that was that was that driving run that yeah. Klopp was maybe looking for, yeah. just not from your six. Yeah. Now I, I'd said earlier on in the maybe it was half time. I'd like maybe maybe you try bringing Fabinho in here and you try and bring Henderson into that eight to do a little bit of that because yeah. it was all static, it was all sideways, it was all dead boring. There was no adventure to anyone's play. You know, Andy Robertson Really poor game from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what we've come to expect from Andy Robertson is a guy who's willing to go down the outside. But Callahan had him pinned back, didn't yeah. he? You know the pace that Callahan has. He wasn't able to to stick with that. He wasn't able to play his natural free game and get down that left hand side. Equally on the right hand side, Trent had a really poor game in possession of the football. Yeah, uh, just kept giving the ball away. And that's the thing is. You might be able to get away with it in the Premier League against good sides, even in the Premier League. But in Europe, in those type of atmospheres, you need more than just that. You need to be able to go and carve a team apart. And yeah. they played us really well. It looked we, like early on in the game, Paul, that they were going to play a really high line and we were going to be able to get behind there. And they carried on playing that high line and we weren't able to work the ball through to them. Yeah, and that's the thing, is that the, 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 we, Mane and Salah ended up as wingers. In that game, and Firmino, it's all Firmino's toiling and is dropping deep, and his link it only works if other people are going to be able to vacate the space, or if you get people close to him. There was nothing. There was no bridge between midfield and attack at all, other than Roberto Firmino. Mane, Mane was fine, and he looked the most potent of our front three in it going forward because he was beating men. But he's beaten two men, and he's still got four men in front of him. He can't. He's not going to take on the whole the whole team and uh, and get by. And again, it just boils down to the fundamentals for me. That the, the thing was, everyone, everyone's passing. Even the players who played really well, you would say Joe Gomez's passing was exceptional in the game. He was just he was our man of the match by an absolute you know country mile. But it wasn't like he was the one leading it by. But everyone. Everyone misplaced passes left, right, and centre. I can't think of many times where we strung together three or 
three or four passes. The whole that thing wasn't was just off. between the centre backs and maybe the full backs. Oh, Jesus Christ! You know, there wasn't between start, our goalkeeper and the rest of them. As soon midfield. as you started getting into the midfield, we were just giving the ball away. And listen, I think a lot of credit has to go to Napoli because mm. I thought they worked incredibly hard to win the ball back, and they were harrying. They weren't giving us any time to settle on the ball and and get into a groove. And sometimes Liverpool play the ball around at the back to get themselves into a groove. Yeah. But we noticed early in the first half we had our four defenders back and obviously we had the ball between us and they had their two centre forwards and the two wingers dead high which then meant Liverpool players needed to be brave and play a ball in and that's what Klopp was gesticulating on the side of the get that ball whipped around yeah. because once you've beaten that first level of press yeah. you're into it then you can get a little bit of a move together but we weren't brave enough on the ball and that's when you need someone like a Van Dijk or a, a, a Robertson to just fizz a ball in normally yeah. it's been Trent Trent's been that guy to just whip one into Firmino and play off him but I think our midfield was too worried about moving forwards that we'd leave the defence under under the duress. Whole thing, the whole thing is, is completely undermined by an inability to pass the ball to other people because play on the counter, fine, I don't mind. don't mind seeding possessions and happily away from home. If we've decided that's what we're going to do, if we're not going to go and blitz them in half an hour, then fine, sit back and soak it up, trust the defence and hit them on the counter. And there were like two opportunities for counter-attacks and we either chose the wrong pass or someone completely misplayed the pass and you cut the legs off any chance you've got of doing anything and that's why it was this game was a cataclysmic failure if of footballing ability, it's just not. It's not fair to say this guy had a poor game and that's why we lost. Because you can't say they conceded a goal because one of our centre halves made a mistake, which has been our problem for four, five years. Yeah. It's not that at all. You know, you know, maybe you could say Robertson could get tighter in certain situations. Or blah blah blah. Whatever. We, and we, you know, we rode our luck at times. Again, they're they're a good side. Our problem simply was. No one held the ball up. No one passed the ball to another, another person. There was no link-up play. And you're right, you need brave. It kind of like the Man City away game in the Champions League. They got a lot of guys they committed then, then to attack. They also got bodies behind the ball brilliantly as well, um, to be fair. And it did just need someone to just get hold of the ball in the midfield, turn it round, get, you know, break, the, break the press. And there was just no one seemingly willing to do that. And it makes you wonder whether that we'd have been better... Just trying something a bit, a bit, think, a bit different. You know, I, I agree with what you were saying at the beginning. You know, I do feel like it was that it was that midfield runner that we needed. I would have thrown Shakiri in there and had to go. It's maybe an you know one. what I mean. If if you're not going to do the Fabinho thing earlier, I just feel like Ancelotti got it spot on. The way that they moved us from side to side and then quickly attack the, the opposite side. That's how you play against zonal sides. That's, most teams are zonal now, especially high-pressing sides. If you can shift them to the left-hand side and quickly get the ball out to the right, that's where their area, the, their space is. So, you know, that always leaves the full-back exposed. Yeah. And, and that's something that Ancelotti's side did very, very well, the speed of movement. Compare that to what Liverpool were doing when we were playing down the left hand side. We tried to switch it. It was just dead slow. It was a little Which bit more. I don't <laughs> know if we were or we weren't because half the time they were on frigging replays oh my God. and we'd given the ball back to yeah, you. And I, you're like, what the fuck? I'd love there? to know. I, there, there was a, there was at least four goal kicks that we've got no idea watching at home how Liverpool lost possession because we simply weren't shown that and there'll be people who are watching this after the fact or listening to it who were at the game who might have a clearer idea and I don't know whether it was like we, we lost a hard foot back or a move just broke down no idea the, you know and so it all feeds into the notion that Liverpool was so bad that it genuinely felt like we were just giving them possession giving them possession back and going, well oh, we don't really want it lads I'll go and have another attack and um, you're right, the, the, so much of what we do the best part of what we do are based on quick movement quick passing Quick interplay, give, go, shift, move. 
And if you can't, if you, I keep coming back to it, if you can't string three passes together, the way we play football will fall apart. And to be fair, you can, you can kill a team with two passes, but we couldn't string two fucking passes together to, to launch a counter-attack. All a counter-attack needs is to head it out the box, one guy takes a touch, and then he smacks it into sure a channel. not even sure the one that we're probably thinking of. We needed to pass the ball. Jesus Christ. Do you know what I mean? It was like a three-on-one. At that point, Liverpool are the red arrows. How many times have we said that we attack like the frigging red arrows? Well, one of them had just been fucking shot in the jet engine and went into a fucking turn spin and the ball goes out of play. And you're like, what's going on here? Yeah, it was, it was um, ridiculous. It was dog shit. The whole thing was utterly utterly dodges and yeah the only thing is I wonder with the Shakiri thing I, I just can only imagine that he simply doesn't trust Shakiri in the midfield I couldn't trust any lad to pass the ball to another lad no. I mean he no, really, no, really no, must no. distrust Shakiri no. that and the fact that we come up against seven Koulibaly's on the night he, there was you said it and I think Bailey said it as well there's defo, there was defo more than one Koulibaly playing tonight that's not fair that he was playing left wing he, he's not even playing left back like, if you're playing left-back and you've used him as auxiliary left-back and he's flying down the wing, you'd be like, go ahead, what a mad performance. He was playing left-sided centre-half and he was inside our box. He got he, His booking came on the left wing, snapping Virgil van Dijk. What? Yeah. He's, I, I, I don't Do you know, know what? I think he, he would be Mamadou Sacco and Andy Robertson put together into one player. We, if we'd have signed him... I may have built a statue of him. He, he is like... Mamadou Sacco is to, is to Kaladu Koulibaly. It's like if you you see those knockoff action figures, like the really black ones, and they like they like this, they, they say, like, Spider-Hero, and it's it's like Spider-Man in a Superman costume or whatever, and they're just really dodgy plastic and the legs are on wrong. And basically, that you know, I, I see Koulibaly, he, he was absolutely outstanding, um, and I, I'd love us, I would genuinely love us to, to sign him, but he, um, no, he, he was great. He's mad he? as a box of frogs Absolute, as well. Uh, totally, thorough entertainment. But here's another thing, Chris. That he picks up a stupid yellow card. That you stay centre half, they whatever you the best centre half, say. Picks up a yellow card on the left wing, fouling our centre half. Well, you know what you do? You drop Mo Salah five or ten yards and you start pinging the ball into his feet and you just say, Mo, you're just gonna hold this, mate, and you're gonna get clattered a couple who, of times. Who from behind. would you have trusted to ping the ball into oh his feet? Oh my god, I know. Well you, yeah, in the general area. <laughs> kick it in the general area of Kalakulabal, you know, for the best. Um no, I know, yeah, again, all of these fundamental game plans totally undercut by the fact that we couldn't pass to another another guy in a red shirt. Um The yeah, pitch was shit. The pitch was shit. And you said the pitch was shit for both teams. Now, qualification on that. It's their home ground, so it's you know they're used to whatever it was. But it, it you know it 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 it, it can be no excuse because you're a professional footballer. We should be able to kick a football on, on any surface. If they want to have a game on the moon, I'm sure they'd be better than the average the average man. But yeah, they, 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 we were so bad tonight, so horrendously bad. Um, Joe Gomez wasn't though. Joe Gomez no. was. That was almost a. Perfect centre half performance for me. Yeah, I think I, I I do think people will probably blame him a little bit for the goal. And you know, I'm not saying that he's completely and utterly faultless, but I'm not putting any blame on him for that because I just think the ball is world class. Yeah. And and sometimes you've got to go, 
I look couldn't, at it. Couldn't have done that. Even if I knew the ball was going there from where I was, I wasn't getting that. Even if Joe Gomez had slid, he put, the way the ball no. bent round, yeah. it was it took it, it, it was it was perfect. It took it Allison takes, out exactly. and it took the fucking defender out. Exactly, exactly. And, and it's such a shame because I mean to be fair, we 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 it was coming. You know, they had all they had all the best attacks. They got it locked. They, they rattled the crossbar as well. I think Allison gets a fingertip to it, which is great. I thought Allison was really good actually. Mate, that one where Robertson gets beat by Callahan. And Alisson has to come out for it. I gave two nines, and it was Alisson and Gomez yeah. on the night. And the only other player that really I thought was good was Virgil van Dijk again. Yeah. But then equally, I thought there was a few poor mistakes from him and uncharacteristic mistakes. And I said on my match reaction, Paul, that, that it felt today like it was a lackadaisical performance at times from van Dijk. And normally I say that with a slight different tone yeah. you know what I mean sometimes you know he's so cool and he's so calm yeah, yeah, yeah. but it felt a little bit too lax today and I, yeah. I don't know what it was it just didn't seem to, he didn't I'm not sure we all I don't I'm not sure anyone really looked fit tonight no it did look like he didn't and I think I, again I, a lot of this comes back to the midfield as well I just think I think the problem is is James Milner's played too much football Jordan Henderson was clearly being rested for the for the weekend for this, and we've thrown him in without a without a warm up, etc., etc. We've shifted the balance of the midfield round. It's clearly not, you know, we talk about horses for courses. We're meant to have horses for courses. That midfield is the thing that gets changed to suit our opposition. And if that midfield was the right midfield to play Napoli, I'm pretty sure that's the midfield that would have started against would have started the game. Um, hopefully, it's the midfield that's right for. City because we haven't got a great deal of choice all of a sudden uh, other than maybe Fabinho who I actually thought was good when he, when he came on to be fair um, and seeing Henderson actually play with a bit more a bit more advanced letting Henderson actually run forward a bit a couple of moments where he charged down there he absolutely skinned their left back didn't he yeah. uh, at, at one point which was great he had a couple of little moments he looked more he looked more threatening than any of our other midfielders in the final third and, he, and that's because he had Two moments when he got into the final third, which is more than the the, the rest of them did. This is not me sitting here and saying Jordan Henderson was really good, by the way. Everyone, what would you rate him? Uh, six, probably. I think the rest of them. I think Milner was probably a five. Genie was probably a five. I think everyone was five or below, with the exception of the yeah, Gomez and Gomez and, and Allison. I thought we were just we were just shit. We me out. Salah was shit. For me, you know, worked his bollocks off. And again, the problem is, is that his rating is dragged down by the by the people around him. Because <laughs> if he's got no one to link up with, he's not going to win a game. He can't win a game single-handedly. They defended brilliantly, Chris. You know, they they it's a, they did feel like they had more men on the pitch than us. Because whenever we were defending, they had loads of men in attack, and when we managed to get the ball down the other end, they were all there. It was freakish. Um, one to forget, I think. I think absolutely one. To if forget, we mate. if we come away with that. There would have been a temptation. I, 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 I'm glad. I don't think we would have been able to say that's a vintage European away performance if we dug that out because we were so terrible for the whole game. And, and people said the Klopp played for a draw. Maybe we. I don't. Klopp, I don't think Klopp ever plays for a draw. Yeah, and I don't think he played for a, a, a true, a true draw. I just think we played ourselves into a position where the only thing we could hope for was a draw because we were so blunt going the going the other way. If we'd got it, it would have been a very, very lucky point, and it would have been an amazing point. But you know, Napoli would have been gutted if they'd not won that game. They 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 deserved it, and yeah, that's all that we can really. Say There's loads to talk about tomorrow though in the final word, mm. isn't there? I mean, I want to. So tomorrow I want to talk about the front three. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? It's been a few weeks now where we're getting into the season. Let's have a proper discussion about yeah. the front three and where we think that's going. And, you know, there's other things that we can really talk about. Their club substitutions. There's there's so many talking points that, yeah. other than we've just, we've talked about. Yeah, and if anyone's got any you think we've not covered or points you know you want to raise or individuals you want us to discuss in more depth and detail, let me know in the comments. As I've been doing for a few weeks now, I pull some of the best comments in and put them into the final word and we do discuss them. So, yeah, if you want to watch that show, I know you might be thinking, look, I'm done with this game. You might not. There's probably a lot of people who've just not watched this video, and that's fair. You handle handle the feet how you want to handle them. But if you do need talking through, and if you need talking down from the ledge, um, we're here. We're going to be doing it anyway. And if you want us to, to, to do it and you want to get your comments involved and all that, get over to the redmentv.com. The final word, we're here. We're going to do it. I can't wait to wake up and watch this game again. Oh, yeah. God. Might just watch the highlights. Um, the highlights. That's going to be a short watch, isn't it? Uh, get us to redmentv.com. You can try it for a it's month. just the team walking out again, Paul. Basically. <laughs> that'd be Cater's run. Um, and Jordan Henderson skinning that guy on the wing and, and that's it. No, a lot of Joe Gomez stepping in and tidying stuff up. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, go over to the redmentv.com, sign up. Yeah, it's free for the first month. So you can go and have a look at what we're doing. We are relaunching yes. the website as well uh, next week. Very, very exciting stuff. Landed loads of new features. Uh, you can get all this in podcast form. You can get it in your podcast app uh, or on the redmentv.com. So go over, sign up. If you're a glutton for punishment or if you've got a bit a bit of a need for gallows humor, we've got you covered. So get over there and uh, we'll see you over there. Ta-da. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.